to another episode of Do Good Well. We have a really exciting guest today who is actually a recent Binghamton alum from the MPA program herself. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. So hello, everyone. My name is Margarita Potapova. I'm uh, currently a leadership fellow with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. I graduated from the MPA program in December of 2022, so fairly recently. Um, I've been in this position since July. I've done a lot of different things. I feel like I have a very diverse background. Um, I've done stuff in the legal field, uh, some nonprofit work. Now I've moved on to state uh, government. So that's sort of a little bit about me. Awesome. So could you tell us a little bit about being a Port Authority Fellow and what exactly that entails? Sure. So the fellowship is a two-year rotational program. Um Enrollment starts in July, so I just uh, started this past July in 2023, so I'm in my first rotation. Um, Each rotation is six months. Uh, Fellows get to choose which departments they want to rotate through. It's completely flexible and up to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, how this works is that uh, departments will put out rotation descriptions um, every six months sort of requesting fellows um, and Based on you know your interests, you'll read through the descriptions and choose a rotation that you feel best meets your needs. Or if you just find someone who does something really interesting and you want to work on a project with them, you can actually get them to customize a rotation description for you and then submit it to HR and that's how you'll get that placement. So there's two different routes sort of that you can take. One is uh, the more traditional route in terms of uh, applications being sent to you for your review versus you pursuing going after something that you're interested in that might not be like a standard rotation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So um, could you tell me, and I guess all of our listeners, what motivated you to apply to this position specifically as opposed to doing a traditional job? Right. So I was working full-time actually when I applied for this position. So I, yeah. I sort of went backwards. Um, and I'll explain why. Um, I think that I was looking for an employer that valued professional development a lot. And I felt like the position that I was in at the time wasn't going to afford me that for some time in my yeah. career, mostly because it was a much smaller organization. So I was looking for something that was more flexible, um, allowed me to try a few different hats before committing to a full-time right. role. And just to clarify, this is a full-time paid position. So you're treated, in terms of your pay and your benefits, you're treated exactly just like any other employee would be treated. The only difference is you get to rotate every six months and sort of do a bunch of cool projects and learn while still getting paid like a good salary, which is always a bonus, I think, in the public sector. Yeah. And so speaking about that rotation, by changing... um, through the different jobs, do you find that that would be like an overwhelming part of the job at any point? So I've only, I'm only in my first rotation. So I actually don't know what that transition is going to look like. Yeah. Um, From what I've heard, it's not so much overwhelming as like, more like you get really attached to the place that you're rotating and you don't want to (laughs) leave. So it's more so like, I think you're playing catch up and trying to wrap up a lot of projects that sort of extend beyond you and your capabilities as a fellow. Like I know that a lot of the things that I'm working on, I will not see through to the end just because I have an end date to my rotation. Right. And there are some flexibility. So our program manager, um, 
is really you know conscientious of things that we're doing and we update her all the time mm-hmm. we do regular check-ins and if you're working on a project and you're really passionate about it and you want to continue working on it but the deadline you know for your rotation is coming up you can always ask to either extend your rotation or like like remain tangentially involved let's say maybe once or twice a week you're working on your old rotation and then the rest of the time you're committing to your new one so there's still flexibility in that transition period so I feel like with all the support it it should be easy (laughs) yeah that sounds really good that sounds like they really do want you to get the most out of the experience definitely awesome so what do you think you get um that you might get specifically from being in a fellowship position as far as like any sort of experience or learning opportunities that you might not get in a traditional job experience um I think there's no other job that you can move through so quickly. Like, I don't think there's an opportunity to try a job for just six months and then sort of abandon it if it's not for you or say, I love this. I really want to do yeah. this for the rest of my life. I think you you can try to do that in, in the real world and, you know, in the job market. But I think that probably looks a little scary on a resume to future employers. You know, right. if you hopped around every six months, it kind of shows that you're non-committed to sticking around and you know seeing I feel like six months isn't isn't a great gauge long term in terms of what you want to do so that affords us the ability to do that without actually sacrificing like our reputed like our reputation as an employee right definitely um you talked a little bit about um being treated um basically as a regular employee as far as pay and benefits do you Mm -hmm. find that um, in doing a fellowship, do you feel like you are similar to how you were like in your previous job? Do you feel as though you're being treated the same? Or do you feel as though like you can see a distinct difference between being a fellow as as opposed to just like a standard full-time employee? Um, I think there is a difference, but it's a good one. There's a lot yeah. more opportunity for you to work on things that you're interested in versus like your day-to-day responsibilities. Yeah. As a fellow, you don't really have well, most fellows, I'd say, don't have, like, regular day-to-day tasks that they're, like, required to do for the duration of the six months. You're sort of, like, a project manager. So it, it's different because you essentially get to pick and choose what you want to work on. And I don't think that in any traditional job role, you get as much opportunity as that. So, like, even mm-hmm. though you're treated in terms of pay and benefits the same way as you would a regular employee, I think people are really understanding of the fact that you're learning and you want to like you're basically on a six-month job interview like if you think about it that way because at the end of the rotations you place into a permanent position that's a guarantee obviously you can opt out to leave but um the point of this is like you want to learn as much as you can in the six months in order to be able to make an educated decision about where you want to work so everyone is really supportive and i think our alumni network of fellows at the Port Authority is like over 100 people. I think it's maybe wow. closer to like 150. So people stick around after this program, um, yeah. which I think says a lot of good things about it. The fact that yeah. people are sticking around for 10, 20, 30 years after they're done with the rotations. Yeah. Have you been working with any of the Binghamton alum while you've been at the fellowship? Yes, actually. So um, Anley Palacios, she... I don't actually recall if she was a fellow or not. Yes, mm-hmm. I think she was. A, she is a former fellow, um, and she's a Binghamton alumni. I believe she got her bachelor's 
in sociology. Uh, I don't know. I can fact check that for you. But um, she works in the customer experience team at JFK Landside Operations with me. Um, mm-hmm. And I've done some work with her. Um, and then I'm also in touch with another Binghamton alumni, though I don't work directly with her, Lauren Filler, who works for the Office of Sustainability. And I actually got connected to her through Professor Campbell at the MPA program. So shout out to Dr. Campbell for giving me <laughs> Uh, yeah, me and her have gotten coffee a bunch of times, and she's a great resource, too. That's awesome. Um, and you've also talked a little bit about, like, having the opportunity to work on specific projects and having the opportunity to continue on with them. Have you had any specific projects you've been working on so far that you've been particularly excited about? Yes. So I'm currently working on a pilot project. I actually just pitched my project to the executive's uh this past Tuesday which is why I had such a busy week (laughs) but um I'm really super excited about it it's uh has to do with parking and wayfinding I'm not going to get into the specifics but I'll say that if this pilot gets approved I will 100% want to stay involved in it after this rotation well that's awesome I hope that goes well for you thank you Um, so what have you um specifically learned maybe in the fellowship that you're in, whether it's a specific program that you're in or just with Port Authority that you feel has been really a unique lesson that you've gotten to take from that so far? Um, A unique lesson. I'll say that probably the number one thing that I've learned is that you'll never know if you don't ask. Um, And that has, that applies in a bunch of different areas, but I think primarily in terms of like if you're interested about learning about something that's outside of your department or it's out of your scope yeah. of work and you just like tangentially hear about it in passing, sending an email and just being like, hey, I want to learn more about this can go such a long way. And you will be overwhelmed. Like I was overwhelmed by the amount of like positive responses that I've received to just like cold outreach being like, you don't know me. I'm a leadership fellow. I right. would love to get on a call with you and learn about what you do. Like everyone at the Port Authority, I I think it's just like the culture is that everybody is used to moving around, especially in management, like even after you stop rotating. um, And this is just like full transparency. If you want to like move up um, in terms of like your quote unquote rank, though, it's not really a ranking system. But if you want to move up, you do have to move around. So um, it's sort of ingrained in the culture that you are going to have to change and learn and go from department to a completely different department where you're doing something completely unrelated that everyone is super supportive. So I think just like asking for clarification or asking for help or just like asking for information is really important. And I'm sure also that probably gives you so much skill in being able to think on your feet and just act fast. Yes, definitely. So you definitely have a lot of positive things to say about the fellowship. Overall, would you say this is is a rewarding experience? And if so, what do you think is really the reason that you would say that? Um, I think one of the things that I was surprised by, but has been like super, super rewarding is the fact that there are nine other fellows that are rotating at the same time as me in my cohort, plus an additional five fellows from last year. And it does genuinely feel like we're all such good friends. And even though I'm at a facility um, and I'm not at Four World Trade Center where most of the fellows are right. working, 
like I feel really included in our group we have like a team's messaging chat and we have like a whatsapp messaging chat and we set up um, events monthly to like get together and hang out and talk about our experiences and I think that's been super rewarding to get to go through this with other people that can relate yeah. to my experience yeah that sounds awesome um, so shifting a little bit, um, as you are an MPA alum, I'm curious to know, do you have any specific classes or experiences or professors that really helped you prepare for this opportunity? Yes. Um, and I have talked about this actually before. I talked about this yeah. when I uh, was recruiting at the Binghamton uh, job fair like a few weeks yeah. back. But um, definitely project management, um, which was taught by Professor Sinclair, Um Professor Campbell's, I think it's called perform performance analysis or something something yeah. similar along that vein, where you get to work with a real organization um, to help them, you know, rethink some of their processes, like logic models or something right. that I do like way too often. Yeah, <laughs> and that's something that I just like never thought would actually apply in my job, but I think that class has been also super insightful. And then I think just like overarchingly, I took a human resources course in like public and nonprofits, also with Professor Sinclair and that also was a really good class yeah. that I think is just should be a class that anyone takes regardless of if you're an MPA student or not because it teaches you about the employment process of what employers are looking for but also like as a future manager is going to be hiring people right. that's great context to have it's funny you say that because I was just actually doing an interview a few weeks ago with another MPA alum and I asked her the same question and she said the same thing so I feel like everybody's <laughs> got to get in on that HR class. Yeah. Um, so do you think that a fellowship can be a fitting opportunity for everybody or do you think it requires a specific personality or end goal? Um, I think, honestly, I think the criteria is pretty minimal to be a fellow. I think everybody yeah. should do it if you get the opportunity. But I think number one is like being open to doing things that you are not comfortable with doing. Um, we're encouraged to do one rotation in like finance, one rotation in a line department, a staff department, um, and at a facility. So there are folks that are less inclined to work at a facility because it's more like on the ground work. You have to be in the office more. So like that's something that I do at operations, but everyone sort of is encouraged to do that. So whether you want to or not, it's sort of like um embedded in the experience like you're encouraged to do things outside of your comfort zone um especially with like finance I feel like that's not something that you generally think about when you're in the MPA program as like yeah. a huge part of um your job in the future but like we have folks that rotate through like the CFO's office but also like if right. uh you rotate with maintenance for instance at LaGuardia like you're probably going to be doing budgeting so you get to touch a lot of different things that you may not necessarily end up like being super proficient in like in the future like maybe you don't want to go into finance as like in terms of pursuing that a career in that department but like you will have to deal with it at some point right and would you say that being a fellow has um maybe expanded your opportunity to network within the port authority Oh, 100%. Yes. We yeah. have um, fellows coffee hours. I actually just set up um, another happy hour that we're having in, I think it's the second week of November. Yeah. Um, and usually the turnout is pretty good. And it's both like current fellows, former fellows. I think the community is very strong. 
And I think because so many fellows have stayed at Port Authority after the fellowship, like that's sort of a smaller network that can put you in touch with other folks that you would have never like even known to reach out to. So I think that having that smaller network um, allows me to like, I'm more comfortable because I just see those people around uh, frequently, like honestly, probably like monthly. Um, And I can always ask them a question and be like, I have, you know, an interest in this, like, who do you think I should get in touch with? And they're sort of my point they'll they'll give me the contact for the person that I want to speak to yeah so do you think when you were in the program um maybe whenever you were starting out did you ever think you would have envisioned yourself specifically with the Port Authority Fellowship no because I didn't know about it (laughs) (laughs) funny enough I I would have probably lived the rest of my life not knowing about it um if I didn't read the NPA listserv one day and I have to say that I did not read it as frequently as I should (laughs) have when I was a student but um I saw that there were a lot of like job opportunities coming in through the listserv and I just happened to see this and I was like oh my god this is this sounds perfect I'm gonna stop looking for jobs now I think I want this so (laughs) yeah well that's awesome I'm glad it's working out for you so well so I just want to wrap up with a few um, concluding questions. So it seems as though you're in a really good spot with this fellowship. You have a really supportive network. Um, and as you said, it wasn't your original plan. You said you were working backwards a little bit. So it seems like you've definitely gone through and done a lot of hard work to get where you are. So do you have any specific advice that you could share with our current MPA students about if they're having like fears about uh, the job search or just graduation? Mm-hmm. I think don't put so much pressure on yourself to find the perfect job right out of the MPA program because though I hadn't officially graduated, I was part-time and that was sort of, I I count my former position as like my first job out of college. Right. Um, And it was not what I expected and that's okay. Like it's okay to shift gears and you don't have to feel like you're stuck just because you know, it's, you've got accepted or, you know, you got a job offer and it pays well, like you should hold yourself to a higher standard and make sure that what you're doing is genuinely making you happy. Like when I go to work now versus like last year, it's like night and day. Like my day goes by so fast. I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, it's like five. Like I should have left like 30 (laughs) minutes ago. Like what am I doing here? Um, and it doesn't feel like work. That's, I think is the best way that I can describe what I'm doing now and I I would love for everyone to have that experience yeah that's wonderful um thank you for sharing that and um my last question is how can students apply to the Port Authority Fellowship if they're interested themselves sure so um I think if you google Port Authority Leadership Fellow Program the first link should be the link to the application um if it doesn't come up or for some reason you know you're having trouble accessing it Um, I'm always happy to, you know, share the application link directly with anyone who's interested. Um, so if anybody wants to connect with me on LinkedIn or reach out to me via email, um, that's definitely a possibility. I'm always happy to help, but should be pretty easy to find. Um, and I believe currently all you need to do is just submit a resume and a cover letter and that's it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all the experience that you had with this opportunity and just kind of connecting with me today yeah of course thank you so much victoria thank you for having me of course Alrighty, 
Thank you everyone so much for taking the time to listen and another thank you to our guest today for telling us all about the Port Authority Fellowship and about the value of fellowships in general. Until next time, my name is Victoria and keep doing good well.